factory in Kentucky, an Amazon and facility in Illinois, a nursing home in Arkansas. Shut up and sit down. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe, and I'm your host, Demi Lovato. Uh, you have quite a deep voice there, Demi. I've been smoking a lot lately, drinking a lot of bourbon. Bourbon. Hey, bourbon will do it. Yeah. You think my voice got deep? My name is Demi Lovato. Give your heart a break, bro. <laughs> Give your heart a break. All right, so what's going on, guys? Listen, you're welcoming uh, us into your homes, into your bedrooms, wherever you're listening to us. And, uh, <laughs> creepy. Uh, yeah. Dude, I was talking to my buddy John Rusnick today. He pointed out a really good point to me and Stephanie that I never thought about before. All right. You know that new Justin Bieber song that came out in the video where Diane Keaton is playing his grandmother and it says, all I want to do is get close to you or no, I want to get, I want to have the most of you. If I can't have that, I'll take the ghost of you. No. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, all right. well there's a lot of younger look. people out there that actually are cool that know what I'm talking about with this song by uh, Justin I'm Bieber. I'm definitely not cool. I just... Yeah, but if you take that song, and, and the song is about him losing his grandfather, but if you take that out of the mix and only listening to the words, he sounds like a stalker getting ready to kill somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, I will, you know, take the most of you. Oh, my gosh. If I can't have that. I'll take the ghost of you. <laughs> if you. If you change the sound to the voice a little bit, it's oh, kind of creepy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I always feel like somebody's watching me. There you go. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> let you guys know that coming up in the very near future, coming up in February, we have our main spooktacular event. We're, we're going be, streaking. We're going streaking. Everybody's invited. <laughs> uh, we're going to be going to St. Augustine Lighthouse. It's going to be the last weekend of February. We have a uh, ticketed event that we're going to be doing paranormal investigation, letting you guys do paranormal investigations of St. Augustine Lighthouse. Uh, we also are including in Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and the Haunted Castle, all for a solid weekend. It's going to be one big event. We'll be putting everything out there on the website, on the social medias, and everything else. That way you guys can find out where to go to get your tickets and all that. Ticket sales will be opening up by the end of this coming week. Um, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I've, I've investigated the the St. Augustine Lighthouse before. Uh, I went there for an event with uh, actually Dustin Perry and John Zaffis, mm-hmm. and I got to hang out with those guys and investigate the the lighthouse. And it is crazy, man. There's there's actual activity in that place. It's it's it's. Spooky. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to scare people from not buying tickets, but there is definitely activity there. It's very well, you know, known and documented. It's been on different TV series like Kindred Spirits. It's been on the TV show Ghost Hunters, all that good stuff. Um, and I just got an important notice. News break. It says, "Well, there will be a practice run. Get it." <laughs> Why are you trying to bust me, man? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, practice run for streaking. That's right. Uh, there will be a practice run. It's going to be starting uh, tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. Now, we may do it afterwards just for uh, Val's favor. There we go. We're going to do it right here in the parking lot <laughs> yep. at 1490. Got to do it something nice for Val. That's right. <laughs> um, hey, 
it's cardiovascular. It's good exercise. You just have to yeah, be naked. especially when the car- cops start tasting. What 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 what's going on here? Oh, what are you what are you saying randomly here? Uh, no, I was I was. Going to a Wikipedia page for Ghost because of our topic tonight. Yes, because I wanted to see what Wikipedia was going to say. We do actually it. have a topic, I promise. We're going to be talking about the theories of what ghosts actually are. <laughs> but, you know, with us, our ADD. Also, we do have another major event we're going to be putting on towards the end of next year. Uh, we have a lot of events that are going to be coming out for 2022. we got some that are actually getting booked for 2023 as well. Uh, one of the events that we're doing towards the end of next year is a it's my unicorn of events that I've always wanted to do. Um, the the right people have came together to put this whole thing together. It will be happening in Sarasota County. So what's going to be great is we will be broadcasting live one of the nights there on Saturday night. But this is going to be a huge, huge event. Um, I know we talk about a lot of the events that we're going to be putting on. Really, with these ghost hunting events, it's not like there's like thousands of people coming. You know, there you know because. You know, we do have size compatibility we got to work with with the amount of people that we can sell tickets to for certain events. And the amount of people we can actually, like, manage and go exactly. and uh, do things. Exactly. The, but the major event we're going to be putting on more towards the oh. September of 2022, that one is, yes, into uh, possibly the thousands, thousands and thousands of range of people coming to the event. It's going to be very, very big. Um, that event will be made at a later date. Uh, for giving you all the details of what's going on, but it is paranormal related, and that's all I'm going to say and leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so moving on to the topic of tonight. Why do men lie to women? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, so we, can, we can go there. <laughs> we can go there. We can cover that topic pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, usually it's to, you know, to, to get that little love and... You keep from being murdered sometimes. That too. That too. That too. Sometimes you have got to be really, really sweet. It's you're there to sleep with one eye open all all night. It's Who was that? Other. Oh, she was just a friend. Yeah. <laughs> See, that works when it's a girl. If the if the female says, "Oh, that's just a friend," guy has to ignore it. We say it. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 And I tell you what. You think uh, you always made the comments, you know, let's face facts. We're a paranormal show. We talk about conspiracy theories, all that good stuff. <laughs> you think the CIA is good at getting information? Make your woman mad. Good oh, luck. Dude. Or let her think you're talking to somebody on your phone. Good luck. Oh, They're man. better than the FBI, man, I promise. That's like my favorite TikToks to watch is like when like um they have like a recording of someone like is your girl still home? And they like play it right there beside her and she's like, "What?" Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm married to a Puerto Rican and Dominican, and I ain't getting cut. So no, I ain't saying that. <laughs> nope. Oh, I can't believe you went there. <laughs> oh, she will. That, that was told to me by her. So no, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't being a stereotype. This is uh, no. She told me she will cut me. Uh, so yeah. I I actually uh, worked with another able-bodied seaman that uh, he married. <laughs> he said seaman. Yeah. No. He he, and he married able-bodied. <laughs> yeah. No. For this real. This is getting deeper. Oh my God. Well, he married. I go there all day. He married, divorced, and remarried a Puerto Rican chick. And the reason he divorced her the first time is because she stabbed him because he was cheating. That's true love. So he, like, yeah, no, he came back. True love is (laughs) is creating a felony. That's true love. (laughs) So if if your woman could commit a felony for you and you are the victim of the felony, that's true love right there. So. Right. True love. This is why I'm not a therapist. <laughs> no, that's why your wife is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get let's get on the topic. So the hazards of dating a Puerto Rican woman. No, I'm kidding. All right. So for tonight, we're going to be talking about ghosts. We're going to be talking about the different theories of what a ghost could possibly be. Everything from time travel, 
everything from rips in time all the way down to, of course, the, you know, the stereotypical, it's a soul, heaven and hell, the whole nine yards, and they're, you know, it's your spirit coming out of your You're body. not going to hit me with the parallel universe thing, are you? Uh, yeah. God. I love seeing you down a rabbit hole, man. It, it works for me. Oh, my God. This is why I have to watch Flash and Spurts, bro. Or used to. They, like, did away with, like, the multiverse, and then they started... Coming back, yeah, no, no. This is why I got it. So far, you talk about semen and spurts, and, and just, yeah, it's still running together. So, <laughs> well, right. I'm gonna draw a spell. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, all right. So, moving on with the topic. Yeah, that's what happens when you can't keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I know, right? For some reason, it, it's strange. All right, what? When I bring up about to other ghost hunters, you know, people that investigate hauntings like we do and such. Um, typically, I would say across the board, a majority of the people that I, and I've been doing this for a long, long time, you know, you know, for at least two decades. And most of the people that I talk to, it usually is uh, across the board, 90% of the people I would refer to about this always go, yeah, it's the, the human soul, you know, leaving the body. It's that conscience that goes on after death. Um with that being said, though, there are a lot of people out there with varying theories, and I'm not saying any of them are right or any of them are wrong, because honestly, nobody knows. I mean, really, at the end of the day. Well, it's not. It could be imagination. We've talked about that, too. It could be <laughs> absolutely there is no ghosts out there. I just got a visual of the SpongeBob meme with the rainbow. Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and the words of SpongeBob. Imagination. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, let, let's think about this for a second. Just like real quick, I'm, I'm going to deviate, get off track, and probably screw up your whole thought process here. But That's okay. So most of apparitions and most of the things that are visible that we see mm-hmm. are usually something reoccurring. Like exactly. a lady walking down through a hall or mm-hmm. like in the case of a buddy of mine that I grew up with, his grandmother walking through the house and then sitting down in a rocking chair. Yeah. I mean, every time. Mm-hmm. Except for the time where they threw things, and that was <laughs> okay. Granny got a little angry. All right. <laughs> yeah, we didn't believe in ghosts, and then we did. And <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay, so there are different categories of ghosts out there, which you know a lot of ghost hunters pretty much, for the most part, agree upon. All right. So with the different hauntings, you have the intelligent haunt. That means that the ghost that's in that location, wherever it be, a home, place of business, whatever, it is aware that you're in the room because they will interact with you, such as they have walked up and tried to touch you or they tried to speak to you, you know, just different things that lets you know that, yes, they are obviously aware that I am in the room. And then you have the moments of, you know, the other ones, you know, that for lack of a, a better way to explain this, it's not an intelligent haunt. And the definition, really, it is basically kind of like watching a loop in a film that keeps repetitively repeating itself over and over. Now, with that is a situation where basically like the old story where you hear on every Halloween night in the full moon, you will see, you know, Aunt Martha walk across the graveyard, right? <laughs> so I'm not sure if that story exists, but we're just going with it. It so, exists in Martha's Vineyard. In, in, my, in my story, it, it exists, okay? Now, that is called a residual. A residual is a ghost that is just... It's basically, like I said, it's like a, a loop in a movie being played over and over again. You could walk right in front of it. It would walk right through you, keep go, keep right on going, no interaction, no nothing. It's like it's oblivious that you're even there. And it's not just that, but it keeps repeating the same cycle of what it's doing over and over and over again. It doesn't deviate. 
Um, there are a lot of haunted locations that are very well known for having a residual haunt where that this whole thing just keeps going over and over and over and repeating and repeating and repeating. And like and this is another prime example. There was this one haunted location uh, up in um, New Hampshire where in the home, the family member had witnessed this woman that was not recognized whatsoever, walk down a hallway, and when it got to the end of the hall, it went upward like it was walking upstairs and go through part of the ceiling and the roof and disappear. And they kept repetitively seeing this thing every so often, like every, like, you know, maybe a couple of months they would see it. It was just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like a time thing, but it was random. But it just kept doing the same thing over and over again. So they had a team come in, the team did an investigation, and they found out that the woman that the lady described actually fit the description of this old lady who had lived in a home at that same location um, roughly like about 100 years prior, and she had passed away in the home. Now, the thing is, the home at that time, back then, 100 years ago, was a two-story house. So basically, she's repetitively walking up imaginary stairs where there used to be a set of stairs going up into her room or whatever the case may be. See, that's crazy. Well, that's... because they said that on the location, when they looked at the original prints of, of the original home that was there, you know, the, the layout and description, that basically that was right where the woman's bedroom was upstairs. So they believed she was walking from downstairs because she kept coming from the kitchen area of the home. Mm -hmm. And that area had not changed, like as far as it goes for the location and, and the new home when they refurbished it. It was now a one-story Apparently, the, the old home got knocked down from a storm, you know, years after the lady had passed away or whatnot. They rebuilt a new home basically over that area, and it turned into a one-story instead of a two-story. Hmm. So, but the kitchen area in the new home was still in that same location. So, apparently, I guess the lady was finishing up her dinner or whatnot and going upstairs and going to bed. So, that's a residual. That's one of those where, like I said, you can walk in front of it, you can talk to it, whatever. You know, throw poo at it. I don't care. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> it's going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. All right. Then you get into more of like poltergeist activity. Poltergeist activity is a German word, poltergeist, which means noisy ghost. It's basically you don't see a ghost. You don't see a spirit. It doesn't talk to you. No, nothing like that. But it's rattling, making noises, throwing things around the house. Uh, some objects will actually disappear and then reappear at other locations. Sorry, I had to burp. And I was trying not to. Um, so this is a poltergeist. Now, poltergeist activity, there is different types of experiments that have been attempted in the past. There was a guy like over 100 years ago, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but this guy was a well-known ghost enthusiast, for lack of a better term. You know, he was one of the guys who got into like doing what we do now today, ghost hunting, all right? But he also was a psychologist. And he started looking into the whole theory of the, the poltergeist activity and realized that there was times in a majority of the cases that he investigated for poltergeist activity that always seemed to surround a teen in the home. What? Yes. So one of the theories out there for poltergeist activity was that sometimes it's the teen that's causing the poltergeist activity in the home. And I'll clarify more on yeah, this. Yeah, do that. Because, okay. like, now, now, now. They were believing that with a certain theory that uh, the teens going through puberty, you know, hormonal changes, the whole nine yards, some of them may have had latent psychic abilities. 
and during the time that they were going through, because nothing else happened in the home ever. These people, like the, the child was born and raised in the home. Nothing ever happened in the home until they started going through puberty and multiple cases that, that seemed to overlap. Uh, they had the same information, the same type of uh, what we call, uh, um, oh, my God, just bring forward it on the word, sorry. Like when you have a cold, symptoms. Yeah. So the, yeah. So the hat, the, all the ha- or all the hauntings had the same type of symptoms. You know, from the knockings, the the uh, things disappearing, reappearing at other locations. You know, the rattling of windows and doors, so on and so forth. And every one of these cases that this guy was investigating always seemed to appear around a teenager in the home. And in most of these cases in these homes, you know, this is back in the day when people, when they built a home, they lived in it forever and ever. Amen. That house was passed down generation to generation. And nothing had ever happened to the home before until these times. So he started correlating if maybe, just maybe, that it could be either A, them going through the changes was attracting spiritual activity, or B, they were actually causing it and not knowing it. Well, see, there's a weird thing going on there because, like, yeah, that is a thing. But usually, like, there's, like, heightened stress. There's, like, almost symptoms, like, of oppression, like demonic mm-hmm. oppression, like we'll probably talk about here next. Yes. But um, also, like, how do you explain people taking it home with you? Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm reading things, see? too. Like, see? I, I, I know I'm my not stuff. Just, I'm not just sitting here quiet. I'm, I'm... Jane Sancock. Google extraordinaire. Oh, All right, shut good. up. Um, but, like, how do you explain people taking it home with them? Like, I know you've talked about before, and I know yeah. other people talked about before, bringing a poltergeist with you yes. from a home or from a haunting. And see, and that's the reason why <laughs> that I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, that it's the person causing it. I think they're attracting it, I think. I think that's more plausible. Yeah, because, because the reason I mean, why is when you look at, like, the, the stereotypical you know, uh, origins of a haunting for a home. Mm. It's usually one of three things that a ghost will attract itself to. It's either location itself, mm. such as they lived there and that's maybe where they died, you yeah. know, or that was their favorite place to go when they were alive. Number two is an object. It could be a necklace that they were really attracted to, you know, that, that was like their, their heirloom that they, was passed down gener- yeah, you know, yeah, generation yeah. to generation. They were really, really physically attached to that. Uh, you know, there was... One case of a haunted mirror in a home. They believe that the ghost that was in that house was attracted to that mirror because that mirror came from the home of where all this activity had happened at, right? So it followed the mirror because it it, it was attached to the mirror. When they got rid of the mirror, the haunted activity ceased in the home. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah. And then, of course, the third is... What happens if you break the mirror? Or, like, clean it? You ever seen Exorcist? No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, and then of course the other case of uh, the third or the third part of you know what it, a haunting it gets attracted to is the uh, person itself. So it could be like, and you hear the stories of like you know my my mother passed away and I keep seeing her in the home, but every time I see her I get a moment of comfort and stuff like that. So it's more of that it's the ghost knows that it's child for you know for this particular story we're using you know, is going through hard times because they lost the parent and all that, and they're there letting them know, hey, you can go on. I'm okay. Well, maybe it's, like, something to do with because around the puberty age is, like, what um, in a lot of, like, Judaism and Christianity is they consider the age of accountability. Yeah. The age where, like – Thirteen, actually. Yeah, yeah, around that age. And that's why they have, like, the bar and bat mitzvahs and stuff like yep. that. And, I mean – 
and usually as far as I remember, like that's when a lot of kids get baptized, not like with the yeah. Catholic Church where they like sprinkle a little water on them. This is where they like go dunk them in a lake or something. Yeah. Well, but, here's a prime example, too. I mean, you always hear about like, you know, children and teenagers witnessing and seeing spirits in homes that the adults can't see. Yeah, and I think that there, it, and just for all intents and purposes, for any of our listeners who don't agree with ghosts and don't believe in it at all, just for a moment, just span your imagination and pretend they exist. Pretend. Yeah, pretend. <laughs> Waterboy. And over here, we're going to paint us a happy little bird. All right, so in that situation, if ghosts are real, it could be a situation with the reason why the children are seeing it and even the you know the pre- you know, pubescent children seeing it and, then of course, the teenagers seeing it is because as you get older, your vision changes, mm-hmm. your light changes of what you can rec- uh, recognize with your, your vision. Yeah, your vis- yeah, the your, visible light spectrum. Yep. There we go. There you go. Thank you. You're and then welcome. also, too, audibly changes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are – and trust me, proven fact – there are malls and businesses that have silent alarms that buzz out this noise that only teenagers and under really can hear because their ears can still hear it. Adults can't hear it. And they've done tests where these individuals, and, they, and this is actual scientific tests, that showed that the children would start getting aggravated within a short amount of time. And what they were doing was making them leave the area without physically coming out and saying, leave the area. They, That's... Ingenious. It's kind of like a dog whistle, yeah. for, for lack of a better term, to give you an idea of what we're talking about. So people around, normally, you know, the adults could not hear it, but the children could. It was just a, a constant ringing, and they would and it would get them agitated, get them aggravated. They would eventually just leave the area. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and also too, like when you know, as a child and as you you know are born and as you get older, your vision, your eyes start to change. You start getting more layers over your actual retinas. You start getting more layers of uh, I forgot the actual material of what the eye is made of off the top of my head, the membrane. So the membrane, you start building more and more layers. So get more crap on your eyes as you get yeah, older. <laughs> exactly. So your your vision does change where you do see different spectrums of light that you may have been able to see as, as younger as a child. You can't see anymore as an adult. And that does change by the time you hit pu- you know, puberty, uh, which sounded like I just went through it. So <laughs> <laughs> my voice cracked. So in that process, this is another situation where, okay, let's just say that maybe they're not actual ghosts. What if they're transdimensional? Oh, crap. I hate you. Yeah. I if, hate you so much right now. I'm just saying, dude, what if they're from another dimension? And Okay, here's the thing. They have already talked about how Einstein has talked about his theory with it. Uh, there's been other, definitely a lot of other oh, physicists who have agreed with this, where, to oh, put in a lack of a better term, if you watch the TV show Flash, or even like the Marvel Universe you know, films, you have the multiverse, all right? They're vibrating on different frequencies. They're existing in the same place, same time, but different frequencies. So we cannot see, touch, interact in any way, shape, or form. Yep. However, if you rip that barrier... You now can interact, such as if you can see through that vibrating, you know, through that vibration, that frequency. If you can hear through that vibration. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you can touch them with that vibrator. So (laughs) if you can, you know, go through that vibrational field, you know, with your, you know, for what you're seeing and what you're hearing, you might be seeing a transdimensional being. I mean, like the uh, transdimensional Bigfoot, Bugfoot. Bugfoot, Bugfoot, we'll go Bugfoot. Yeah, but yes, there is a big theory out there that Bigfoot is a transdimensional being. Hence, the reason why we never can find the carcass of a Bigfoot. It's because they don't die here; they go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. That's right. Sketchy. Think about this. No. (laughs) 
All right. So Bigfoot <laughs> and aliens are two of the things that a lot of people witnessed never find the definitive proof anywhere. Aye. They're in another dimension. They're the same. What if aliens and UFOs are not <clears throat> from actually outer space? What if they're from another dimension? What if they're from inner space? There you go. They came out of your belly button. There you go. All right. All right. So anyways, so moving back on topic for the differences in not hauntings, but, you know, theories on what a ghost is. So like we're just saying, it could be an interdimensional being. It Mm -hmm. could be the fact that what people have seen before, it could be because if they're on a different dimension, they could be on a different dimension of time as well. So what you're seeing is basically, for lack of a better term, a rip in time when you see a residual haunt. You're seeing a a portion of time that if for some reason there's a rip there and it keeps repeating that spot you're able to see. Now, what about if, uh, what are they called, their residual haunt? Mm-hmm. Were they like Repetitive. Yeah. yeah. So what if that's just like, you know, somebody in another dimension making security rounds? And it could be. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, like, but, I mean, I mean like, it's like true. the house, like yeah, the house. And it's it, was true. A, it was a two-story house back in the day, and you know, in that other dimension. That lady that was other leaving her kitchen and going to bed at her normal time at night. Exactly. That's when you kept seeing like, her because and, that was the moment there was that rip where you happen to see it. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. What if like it ripped in like the no the the time space continuum ripped in the John. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Now think about that, this though. What if the smell? What if came you from? were the person on the other side though? <laughs> and what are you, you all doing? of a sudden are like, why is there somebody in my living room? What? I, what's a TV? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, things can get real weird real quick. Yeah. Kind of like my dates back in Saturday well, night see, when I was like, younger. That's, that's, that's why I'm not really buying into the like, transdimensional theory because like... There, I don't either, to be honest. There would definitely be it. some like... Don't get me wrong. Double taking or interaction. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I do believe there may have been moments where we have witnessed a rip in time. I'll give you a prime example. There was an airline pilot that a long time ago was coming into an airport for a landing. Uh, he was flying a uh, small Piper Cub, you know, small single-engine plane. Was coming into the airport to land, and all of a sudden he came through this light that just, it, he said, he at first he thought the plane got hit by lightning. There was a big, like, flash of light. And all of a sudden it's like the clouds looked totally different, you know, from what mm-hmm. he was originally flying through. Glancing down at the airport, all the planes and everything he's looking at look like from back in the 70s. Huh. And he started to fly around because he's like waiting for the tower to call him back, and they're not responding to anything he's saying. And then all of a sudden, boom, another flash of light. And he thought for sure it was, once again, thought lightning, whatever, I'm having a stroke. He wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like he's rubbing his eyes, and he looks, and everything's back to normal the way it was. What? I think he went through a freaking rip in the, that was in the air and went through this like almost like a tunnel, for lack of a better term. Yeah. A tunnel in time and was seeing a spot of the airport and everything from back in time, back in the 70s. We talked about this before with time travel, that one of the theories that if you were to time travel back in time, you're not actually going back to your original timeline. You're actually creating an alternate timeline and universe when you do it. And this is why I don't talk about time travel. Exactly. So... <laughs> With that being said, so yeah, some of those spirits that we may be seeing, because think about this. Every time you go to a haunting, it's never anybody who'd like just really, really recently died, the most famous hauntings you hear about. There ain't some like ghost out there running around saying, it's Britney, bitch. You know what I mean? It's it's always <laughs> like from the 1700s or, you know, the Civil War or something, you know, or, you know, you know what I mean? It, you never, or the all the way back to like, you know, 
I would say every once in a blue moon, you will hear of a recent haunt where someone's loved one had passed away. And they said, yes, I saw them like a week after they passed away. They came yeah. and said hi to me. I, I, I've, I've had people that have had experiences like that. But typically, those type of hauntings, you never hear of them continuing. No, it just, it's a one-time it's a thing. It's a one-off. Yeah. It's like um, uh, I had a relative of mine whose uh, late husband died. Okay. And they had had some paranormal activity going on. Mm-hmm. And then right after he died, he popped up and uh, said everything's going to be okay, and they were never bothered by a thing again. Okay. And it was yeah super like cool, but super creepy at the same time, and probably the most badass thing ever. <laughs> right. So with this being said, let's <clears throat> fall back into the different theories of what ghosts can be. Now let's just say for a moment that when people go, well, there's no way that spirits or ghosts could exist. Actually, <laughs> scientifically, yeah, they could. Honestly, they really could, really. And here's the reason why. There's a couple of different reasons for this on why the possibility, not say probability, the possibility of it could happen. One, when every thought that you have is ran off electrical synapses, mm-hmm. okay, you have a you have enough power in your body electricity-wise that you could channel and turn on a light bulb. I mean, you have that much electricity in your body. Fair. Okay. That electricity doesn't stop. It's always there. Well, and energy is neither created or destroyed. There you go. Once energy is existing, it stays existed. Take that. I seen it. No. (laughs) Um, But that has been proven time and time again that, yes, the power, any type of electricity, anything of that nature, energy in general, it continues to keep going. It doesn't just dissipate or go away. All right. So let's just say for a moment, because we already understand that yes we we understand actually a good portion of the human brain we really do there's a lot of myths out there about like we only use 10 percent of our brain no actually we use pretty much about 90 percent really we really do we use about 90 percent of our brain in all actuality all right that that's a myth so i know everybody has heard that that you only use 10 percent of your brain no maybe when you're sleeping but other than that you're actually using about about a good like 70 80 90 percent all right See, there you go. You had to Google and find out because you didn't trust me, did you? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, huh? I mean, it, it's a top. 65% of Americans believe that. Yep. yep. Let's see. Doop, doop, doop. And it's a myth. So there. I busted a myth for a lot of you people tonight. Busted. All right. So, anyways, moving on. So, if the energy is truly harnessing, because here's the thing. A scientist cannot explain to this day how you retain memories. If you ask a scientist to explain to you in a physiological standpoint on how is a memory created, how I can close my eyes, picture exactly what shirt Jesse's wearing, the color, the whole nine yards, I can visually see him in my mind's eye. But we don't know how it works. We don't know where it comes from in the brain. We don't. We know the section of the brain that causes memory, but we don't know how it stores that information. All right? Once again, they believe that your conscious, you know, your your conscience, your conscious, and all of that is relative to the synapses, the electricity impulses that's going off in your mm-hmm. brain. So it's the electricity part that is basically carrying all this information. All right. So with that being said, once the body decays and dies, let's just say that the electricity that created that is still existent. It's not dead. It's not gone anywhere. If it can harness all of those memories. And everything that you've known, seen, touched, hear, smell, the whole nine yards, the whole shebang, right? Well, you're a spirit because that's all your information contained and that little piece of electricity is floating around in the air. All right? Now, picture this. 
<laughs> going on a journey beyond sight and sound. And you're even standing up I for guess, it. <laughs> I, I definitely got to stand up for this one. All right, so, actually, my back's kind of sore. So, uh, long story short, if that energy is existing and you have conscious thought, you're, you know what's going on around you. You know that you're dead. Nobody can see you or anything else, right? Yeah. So, imagine this. You start being able to, throughout time, start harnessing other electricity things around you, a.k.a. atoms. Mm-hmm. You hear about objects being moved in a home, and nobody can see the, you know something moving the object, so it looks like an invisible ghost, and I'm doing the air quotes, is picking that object up and moving it. What if it's just so small you can't see it? Like Ant-Man? Pretty much. Let's just say that you're harnessing enough molecules and atoms in the air to formulate something small enough that's strong enough to move that object. And that's how it starts. Later down the line, you like when you see a full-body apparition, when you hear you know most of the documented cases of people seeing full-body apparitions, it's usually from somebody from well over 100 years ago, you know, or at least for quite a few decades. Maybe it's through relearning how to do what you can do now. Yeah, I mean, and that also kind of falls in line with your uh, poltergeist things because there was like something I read where it says like a bunch of spirits can pull their energy together exactly to do stuff. So what if a bunch of like d bags got together and decided to like aggravate the heck out of this one person? Like, yeah, we don't like this guy. Let's get together and, and like start knocking on stuff. Knock. Yeah. Let's, let's haunt this fool. Yeah, because think about it. Everything around you is made up of energy. Everything, because everything is made of atoms. So everything around you is, in all intents and purposes, energy, mm-hmm. all right? If you could turn around and, let's just say, uh, work with that energy, you know, like let's just use an example. Manipulate. A, manipulate, there you go. You have a pencil on the table. You can manipulate those atoms around that pencil to make it move, all right? Because you're learning how to create and control the energy around you because you are energy. You become a part of it, for lack of a better term. To put this in a way that the Star Wars fans are going to love, the Force. Yep, I knew you were going there. Yeah, it's almost like using the Force. <laughs> Another note. <laughs> yep. All right, so, <laughs> according to our latest news report coming out by the front desk in the office, <laughs> except a pile of crap. Okay, so I I guess they don't agree with that theory. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, with that being said, now let's just say... Skipping out of that side. Now, let's just say that, well, for reality, when you talk to, like, even Michio Kaku, all right, famous physicist, will tell you that what we think is physics is only our understanding of physics so far. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about with aliens and yes. stuff. Like, and every technology and yeah. potential anti-grav, you know, what we, it defies our physics. Yes. But every, what if their physics are different from our physics? Exactly, exactly, because every physicist out there will tell you that, we only understand physics on our level. Yeah. There is more to physics that we probably don't understand, that we have not comprehended yet. Doesn't mean that it's fake. Doesn't mean it's not real. Doesn't mean anything of that nature at all. It just means that we have not ascertained an explanation to it yet. So I'll give you an example. Do you know that as you go out into space, further away from our planet, going out of our galaxy into other galaxies, that physics may no longer apply? Because of that area, the science can actually change depending on the atmosphere, you know, conditions and everything. It can literally change the laws of physics. So to put that in an example, God. 
even, you know, like I said, well-known physicists who have came flat out and said, look, we don't understand the physics throughout the entire universe because they could change. There could be gods on other planets out in other, you know, galaxies throughout the entire universe. We don't know because physics do change. Time changes as you go away from the planet. The further away you get from Earth, time changes. For us, what we're experiencing here is not the same as an astronaut out in space. Their time is physically different from ours. That's proven point. That's proven science. Hmm? Yeah. I'm not going to get the whole math class on that right now. <laughs> it's going to take too long. So, the further away you go from our Earth and the further uh, you go away to the, you know, from the sun and everything else, time changes. As a matter of fact, when you get around a star... Around the like you know around this uh, parts of the diameter of the the you know of that sun when you get further out, because of gravitational pulls and everything else, time and everything actually does change in the range as you get closer to that star. The further away you get, it changes. So there are a lot of different things that scientists are still just scratching the surface on. They haven't even got down to the bread and butter yet of these things, and hence even the same thing with us having a spirit that could go on. We think. You know, especially if you take, say, someone who's an atheist. They go, no, dude, it's science. Our body dies, it breaks down, and turns into dust, and yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, it says the same thing in the Bible, that the body does that, but the spirit still goes on. And many other oh. religions that have nothing to do with Christianity. All right? See? Gravitational time dilation. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that, that, that makes sense now, because that yeah. relates to, like, black holes and, like, the sun and exactly. gravitational theory. Okay. Let's see, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was trying to, like, put two and two together, but, like, I'm... Yeah, if you shoot a beam of light into space, it's going to obviously travel on a straight line unless it actually gets too close to a black hole that's strong enough to bend it and pull it. But that time will change as it goes. It's Everything changes uh, the further out that it goes in space uh, to relative to our time on this planet. So it changes. Trust me, you'll have to do the math. No, 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 no. Okay. I got it. I got it. I, okay. I'm following along. The okay, good, good. Time dilation. Right. I, I'm familiar that, with that That concept. has... And I'm making my point here. That has nothing to do with ghosts. What I'm saying is that we still don't fully understand physics, period. We don't know if whether or not we may actually have a soul inside our body. Matter of fact, if you ask people who work as uh, trauma nurses and doctors and such, and a lot of them will tell you time and time and time and time again, hospice people who work in hospice will tell you time and time and time and time and time again, one of the most, like, common things that they have happen with their patients when they know that they're dying is start getting visitations from loved ones right before they die. Huh. Repetitively. It's common. It happens with almost every patient they have. Not like saying living, every patient. Like living loved ones or dead loved ones? Dead loved ones. Okay. I Yeah, like, yeah let me hey, clarify. Yeah. Hey, it's cool that it's okay. It's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. Look. We're here to walk you home, basically. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, as, and this is a very common effect. Also, too, when the human body dies... It actually loses weight the moment of death. Yeah. Yeah. Proven fact. It actually does. That's not a made-up thing. Anybody can look that up. You can ask any doctor out there. They will tell you, yes, the human body actually does lose weight at the time of death. It loses, I forgot how many ounces it is, but it's a very small amount. But it, that's with every death that happens, that happens. All right? Except, except for sociopaths. Except for sociopaths. Because <laughs> you have no soul. Because you have no soul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those and people who love watching, like, I don't know. You know. Nope. What? Then, nope. What? <laughs> if you know. watch the Kardashians and you love that show, you don't have a soul. Sorry. Wow. You rank up there with sociopaths. Uh. So, all right. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. So, moving on. <laughs> all right. So, oh, another thing goodness. is, too. 
Now, another theory is that with the spirit, we're going to go into the religious aspect now. All right. Of course, you know, with the religious aspect, we don't have to go too deep into that. It's pretty common knowledge. They believe that you just have a spirit created by God that when you die, it goes to heaven or hell. Now, see, that's another big question that a lot of people in ghost hunting have. They're like, okay, according to one facet of Christianity, when you die, that's it until judgment day. Yeah. You do the forever sleep, they call it. You Basically, your body dies. It goes to sleep. For you, it's going to be instantaneous. The moment you close your eyes, it's opening, and it's the end time already, yeah. and you're there for judgment day. Uh, to all of us, you know, you're there for however long it really is, to us time-wise, until the actual day's uh, end of time, right? There are other people that believe that when uh, parts of Christianity, that when you die, you go to purgatory. You go there to hang out, you know, kind of like a waiting room, <laughs> lack of a better term, yeah. until judgment day, and then you go to either heaven or hell. Then there are some people, parts of Christianity, that believe when you die, you go straight to heaven, and then some go, you go straight to hell. And then you have other parts of it that go, okay, well, when you die, um, if you've had a traumatic event happen to you at your time of death, or you feel there's something that you did not accomplish, that sometimes your basic willpower will not let you go yet. You will stick around until you finally either, A, realize you're dead and you need to go, B, try to figure out maybe what you know what happened to your death and you finally get accepting of it and then go on. There, there's a multitude of things of that. It's too many to list. The fact of the matter is nobody freaking knows. Yeah, nobody knows. We don't right? know. And at the end of the day, to give atheists their, their light in the sun. Yes, of course, when we die, there may be nothing. It may be just eternal blankness. That's it. Blip out. You're done. You're gone. All right? It could happen. Nobody knows. All right. The things that ghost hunters are out there on TV shows chasing could be a producer in the background, you know, throwing a rock around. It could be they're actually witnessing something. Uh, there's numerous different things nobody knows. All right. But just for all intents and purposes, for the case of this show, let's say the ghosts do exist. Then once again, we need to try to figure out what it is. Now, going down that same path with a theory of what a ghost is, my answer is. Oh, snap. Yep. You're going to get my answer now. Like to have you all stand up, pay attention to me now. No, I'm kidding. All right, so, yeah, please don't do that if you're driving, listening to us. All right, so if you die, right, and let's just say there is a heaven and a hell, and let's say that for all intents and purposes, God's like, you know what, you really kind of like the, the island life, I'll let you hang out on the planet for a while longer, go mope around, go have some fun, goof off, go to Disney, whatever you feel like doing, okay? So you get to be a ghost, be on the planet, all right? If that's true... If there is a heaven, there is a hell, there is a God, there is a Satan, the whole nine yards, the whole shebang, Christianity is 100% right, then we will never have definitive proof of what a ghost is. Why? Because the moment we had definitive proof of what a ghost is, that there is an afterlife, that there is a heaven, there is a hell, there is a God, there is a devil, then we just destroyed exactly what God set out to not do. We are supposed to believe and what is not tangible. We're supposed to believe in faith. Yeah. That's the whole point yeah. to Christianity is having faith. All right? Faith is believing in something non-tangible. You can't touch it, smell it, taste it, rub it all over your body like cooking oil on a Saturday night. You can't do any of that. All right? It's all in a matter of your faith. You have to believe that it's there in order to make it to heaven. All right? Hey, and if you rub cooking oil all over your body on a Saturday night, make you're sure going to get to heaven. All right. Make sure you hit Just um, not the heaven, heaven. Yeah. Make sure you hit up Chance's DMs there and uh, send him some pics. All righty. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Just do it. So, uh, 
Yeah, so that that's the one thing that uh, I have brought that attention to. You know, because honestly, I do have a lot of friends of mine that are in ghost hunting fields, and a lot of them who do it from a very Christian standpoint. They do believe in heaven and hell and God and so so on and so forth. And a lot of them you're always going to hear in the paranormal field for ghost hunters. They're like, we're just trying to find the truth. We can't handle the truth. No, they're all trying to find out the truth. All right, they want to know what a ghost is. Well, at the end of the day, if you're right, if there is a God, you're never going to get it. Never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. Uh, sorry, how to do that? All right, but you never will get it. You, you're never going to get that definitive proof because the moment you do, you just defeated faith. It's the same thing when people talk about if UFO came down here and landed, the aliens came out and they talked to all of us and proved we came from 100 million light years away, they just destroyed religion. Because back in the day, we were the only beings created by God mm -hmm. in the Bible. All right? So that means when those aliens come down and land, whoops, they just proved you got lied to for all those years. See, I'm taking both sides of the coin here. I'm letting everybody oh. know to be fair. All right? You're 100% right. Exactly. I mean, that, that, that would be the biggest deception now, ever. The funny part is, just about maybe 15 years ago, mm -hmm. the Pope was the one who came out and said to everybody and, you know, in the Catholic Church oh, and dude, just put out there, a lot of Catholicism. Stuff, if aliens are real, then God created them too. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, he does say so. I don't. I don't remember what article it was, but I just like clicked out of it immediately because I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it, it was some off the wall thing the Pope was saying. I, some some of these newer popes, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, uh. -uh. Like, <laughs> there's only one pope. There's not newer popes. Like, yeah, well, they're they not like die. a gang hanging out with big hats. Yeah, but no, <laughs> one one dies, another one no, gets I, elected, yeah. or they do get elected. That's how it works. They have all the people that that are a part of it that go in there and they do their voting, and then whoever gets voted in is the one that becomes the pope. Um, and it's yeah. I, I wonder what the qualifications are for being a pope. You got to be old. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, like, to be a saint, I mean, you know, there's certain things you have to do to become a saint. Yeah. You know, in order to be, you know, get sanctified. Sanctified. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm really wondering, like, what the qualifications are as a pope. I mean, do they have a 401k? I'm just curious. Uh, you're taken care of forever until, well, until you die, I mean, and then hell and so on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, true. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's a pretty good gig. I mean, <laughs> I got... I haven't talked to him. I don't want to be the Pope, though. I would never want to be the Pope. No, I, would, I don't want to ever be a, like, a, okay, I don't mind, like, being a leader as far as it goes for, like, management and stuff like that. But I don't want to be a religious But leader. I don't want to, exactly. I don't want to be some, like, I don't want to be a king. I would never want to be, like, a king oh, that'd be of, a like, a country. Yeah, I, no. President? Nope. No, I'm good. No, I'm Yeah, good. I don't like, want that headache. Maybe, like, I don't know, head of a school board or something. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Not dealing with angry parents all the time, either. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean. And trust me, I'm not saying they're all angry. I'm just saying, just in general, just de dealing well, with a headache now. Let's be real. As parents, when it comes to our kids, yeah. we don't play around. Yeah, and trust like, me, I'm not saying I would do anything to make them mad. I'm just saying there's always parents complaining about something. Oh, yeah. Well, always. I mean, you know what I mean? So I just really like, want to be a part of it. That's where I feel like we'd be kind of successful at it because we're very good at, like, judging, you know. That's why I can't be a therapist. I would have the shortest therapy line ever because every time they come in, I'd be like, suck it up. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, you know me. That's, Although, yeah. so I did have a therapist that did that, except he took a sweet time and did his, like, whole, like, 
therapist thing, and like, yeah, I, I'm not saying like they have a shtick, but it felt yeah. like this guy had a shtick a little bit. But he legit like, I, I think I did like two months with him, and basically it was like, look, this is what you have going on in your head. He broke it down scientific to me because like that's what it is, you know? It's like, okay. Yeah. Just spit straight. Yeah. At the end of it, it's like, suck it up. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> My therapist can explain me in one sentence. They're like, your inner child runs the place. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, you might have some... uh, And he's got ADD and running with scissors. Well, I mean, there was some, you know, things going on from, like, everybody was like, oh, he's a little angry man, blah, 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 you know. And I'm just feisty and I talk a lot of junk because it's fun. Yeah. You know, but, like... I'm a large angry man, so there there you go. There was some, like, anger issues from back and, you know, some stuff that had happened. Okay, here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, God. Everybody on the planet has anger issues. They just have different calibers and different levels. Yeah. Everybody on this planet is angry about something somewhere. That's why you go talk to a therapist so that anger doesn't like take you over and you become an angry ghost afterwards. Haunting people and doing poultry guy stuff. Oh, dude, if I could be a ghost and actually manipulate things around me and all that, I'll be getting in so much trouble. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, news break. Not me. Okay, I'm not really sure how that one fits in here. <laughs> I guess he's saying he doesn't have anger issues. Liar. People like you are the first one to climb to the top of a bell tower and pick <laughs> off people in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Let's not lie. The, the, the individual that's always smiling and doing the shiny, happy people, they're the ones who worry me the most because they're hiding their anger. They're going to snap eventually. What See happened. what I mean? This is that what happens when we interact right with our there. office. Our, yeah. Our, yeah, interact with our office. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I'll be flat out, and I tell people all the time, like, yeah, I got anger issues. I mean, I got pretty good control of it. You know, I, I try to use my humor more than anything with my anger issues. Um, but do I, am I angry inside about things? Yeah, every day. Somebody's making me mad about something. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean I'm out there going crazy and tearing up the place and all that crap. But, yeah, yeah I'm always angry no, no, about No, no, no. And, and that's kind of what he was getting at. Everybody has anger. He went to, like, medulla, medulla obligato, which I can't say with a straight face without thinking water. But there's something wrong with his medulla obligato. But he was like, look, you have, you know, this primitive portion of your brain. And you have to, like, balance that out with the more evolved portion of your brain. And you have to, you know, figure it out, work it out. We got another news report. Okay, another news report coming in. I'm upset about being included. Too late. We don't care. You included yourself, bro. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. And (laughs) let me introduce you to Chance Hancock's therapy session. Suck it up. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, uh, honestly, yes. I think everybody around the world is angry about something, just different levels of anger. You know, some handle it better than others. Um, you know what? Let's talk serious for a moment. If you really have anger issues that are really deep-seated, you, you definitely, if you lash out at people, go seek help. Go talk to somebody. I joke around about the whole suck it up and all that part of the time. Um <laughs> Because, honestly, yes, there are people out there that are really going through real issues. Well, you know, here, need to but, talk to somebody. But, and I agree with that completely. Don't ever take it as a sign of weakness if you feel you have to talk to someone. That's not weakness. Weakness is when you finally let it go too far and you let it beat you. That's weakness. And, honestly, to be completely real about it and, like, just – let's put that out there. Yeah. Some people need somebody to talk to. We all need somebody to talk to. 
Yeah, I mean that's half, do. that's half the reason why we get married. Let's let's be real. I mean, like we find someone it is we can day finally to day talk therapy. To. Yeah, for both of you. Yeah. Exactly. And then like some people who really can't deal with it in a productive manner need to talk to somebody to deal with it in a productive manner because you still have to suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. You just have to find a way to do it productively instead of picking people off at the yes, top of the Yeah, try to be constructive, not destructive. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I'm a firm believer that, yes, so like I said, I mean, all kidding aside, yes, if you have issues and feel you need to talk to someone, please go talk to someone. He married a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I haven't killed anybody yet today. So, there you go. <laughs> Shut up. It's working. <laughs> So <laughs> I can't. I, I can't with you, man. I was not prepared to come in here. With this. <laughs> you didn't know the or you didn't understand the assignment, <laughs> dude. I did not understand the assignment. I, I yeah. <laughs> um, everybody who knows me knows. I mean, and truly knows me, not of me, but actually knows me. They they know that yeah, I'm screwed up, but I admit it, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's why I just let you run with things half yeah. the time because I'm just like this is gonna be good. I just gotta sit there and be like, oh, what am I gonna do now? <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I can't help it. I don't know why. But you know what? I'm never boring. My life is definitely entertainment after entertainment oh, after yeah. entertainment. Well, that's one thing. Like. People have consistently said about both of us, actually. You Absolutely. Know, it's like, look, it's not always fun, but it's never boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always right. Uh, it's not always <clears throat> nice. It's, But it's entertaining. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's half the reason we do half the things we do. It's like, like watching a train wreck that sometimes you actually laugh at. So that's probably <laughs> the best way to describe it. Yeah. Oh, man. What? That's good. I'm the same. Yeah. It's true. All right. So. My theory is that ghosts are fake. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, going back to, in all fairness, when I started to go over to the atheist side, over to the dark side of the false. Um, yes, it is very true that, yes, there could be absolutely no ghosts out there whatsoever. We could very much not go on after we die. It could be, like we were talking about before, how the body just decays. End of story. Done. Yeah. All right? End of it. That's, uh, that's it. Said, done. It's over. All right? But. But. Guess what? There may be an afterlife. Even for you atheists out there who refuse to believe there's an afterlife. And let me explain how. I'm not referring to heaven or hell, Satan, God, anything of that nature. You want to go with science? Let's go with science, atheist. And I can tell you right now, hold on because it's going to sting a little bit. So, scientifically proven that God exists. No, I'm kidding. All right, so in all reality, there is a theory out there about string theory. That basically when the, lack of a better term, Big Bang, hap- Big Bang happened, and I'm not talking about last Tuesday night, all right, I'm talking about the actual Big Bang. When it happened and the universe started expanding out, things started getting created, evolution, the whole nine yards, take religion completely out of the, out of the mix. Evolution happened, we came from the water or whatever the case may be, became human beings and went on and so on and so forth. That eventually, that rubber band of a universe snaps back on itself. And what happens is everything collapses in on itself. And that's not just the universe. We're talking about space, time, everything. And when it collides in the center mass of that part of the of the implosion, it causes a big bang, big bang, I don't know why I keep saying bang, big bang, and it continues all over again. So, this is all happened before, and this will all happen again. Exactly. So My Battlestar Galactica people will definitely pick up on that one. So, there you go. With string theory, there is a possibility, and a lot of physicists out there actually agree upon this, 
that that may be the most logical answer of what happens. That, yes, you are going to die, but eventually you are going to be reborn again and live your life that you're currently living right now over and over and over again. Now, that being said, me and Jesse, who comes from a scientific CSI background, have talked about this before with DNA. Mm -hmm. Sometimes DNA retains memory. So when you had that moment of deja vu going, I know Chance told me this once before. I don't know where, but once before he told me this. It's true. This is a retained memory in your DNA that unlocked, and that's that moment of deja vu feeling you're getting. Because why? This could be the millionth, could be billionth, could be trillionth time we have existed and lived this life over. Theoretically, trust me. Talk to a physicist, someone who does the math, the actual math on this, has the background, the degree, the whole nine yards. They will tell you, yes, it is possible. It may not be probable, but it's possible. And that's all you need is just that little bit of possibility for it to happen. So if that's the case, yeah, there is an afterlife, however many indefinite (laughs) times it happens. So, yeah, your little thing about, well, when we die, we decay, and that's it. You're half right. (laughs) Half right. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, and, and, man, dude, the possibilities, like, that's what really, like, gets me going. Like, I'll sit there and I'll get into an ADD, like, freeze. People will get into a frizzy about this because they start thinking about this. So, that means that the person who may have passed on in my life is going to happen again. Uh, That this, that, and the other is going to happen again. You know, all this stuff is going to happen again, over and over and over again. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Now, this is the reason why, once again, to break out of that somber moment, to go, you have to have faith, though. Because faith could be everything for you. So, anytime that you're thinking that, oh, my God. You know what? Here's, here's the thing for people in life. Here's, here's a little reality check for you. The moment you think that, man, life can't get any worse, and it does, <laughs> I promise, up until you finally die, it's always going to get worse sometime or another. You just got to be able to pick yourself up and keep going. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point to life. Life is nothing but surviving to the end of the finish line. You just got to make it that far. It's like running a marathon. You know, you don't sprint a marathon. You don't. You take your time. That's how you complete a marathon. So when things look really, really bad and you can't just, you know, you think that it just, it, it, that this is it. This is the end. It's over. No. Trust me. A lot of us have been there, done that, and been through far worse than what you're going through. And they're still going. Just got to pick yourself up. Keep moving. And that's it. That's my pretty much my basic rule of life. That and ghost exists. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't argue with any of that. And I haven't been able to argue with you at all. Like, this whole, this whole, like, episode, anything. Like, I, I know. Scary. I, I've been wicked quiet. Cause, like, <laughs> it's like, um, I can't argue with you at Dang, all. you're <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're doing great today. I'm yeah. proud. I'm kind of proud of you. Thank you. But, uh, I was drinking Ovaltine. Oh, God. We're going back in time. Uh-huh. Big time. Ah. Uh, Great. <laughs> I, oh, my God. It just makes total sense. If there's truth of string theory and we snap back and we go back out there again, Britney Spears, oops, I did it again. That song makes sense. Oh, shut up. Let that sink in for a oh, moment. No. Think about that, people. No. Britney knew what was going to happen to all of us. She knew it the whole time. I, I... Talk to you next week. Yep. Have a good night. Bye, guys.